podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. I'm Quinny. I'm Jay. And we're going to talk about the Community Shield today. Uh, transfer news, not, we're not going to go too much into that this time. I think we've spoken enough about that recently. Definitely. And uh, look, look, look ahead to the new season and a few other little bits. Uh, got a new little thing we're going to try at the end as well. So let's get into it. So Community Shield, result wasn't great at the end, but it's a, what did you make of the actual performance? When you lose, it's overhype friendly, isn't it? When you win, it's a great little piece of silverware. I'll be honest, that's how I I, I seen it. I was good to be lost on penalties. Thought we had a, we had a good goal for spells, but when I seen that midfield, I knew we weren't going to create anything. I knew we weren't going to be going at them. I think Minamino and Keita changed the game. Um, I say, it's just one of them things where... I think last season, pre-season, we weren't great, and then seeing what we've done in, in the league, so can't dwell on it. No, I agree. I think, um, I, I think Obama Yang against Nico was too much of a mismatch. Um, not not on, you know nothing to do with Nico. I think you know he's a young kid. I think the same you could say the same about Trent when he first come on the scene. Yeah, and he got ripped apart by United. But what you've got to do, you've got to look at it, and you've got to. Analyse it as that's a young kid playing one of his first games for a massive club against a world class striker. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone handles it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As you grow with confidence and you get a bit better, that's that's what happens. You get better, but and you become trend. Exactly. He's not experienced enough yet, but you only get experience through getting torn apart like that. Yeah, that's gonna help him massively going forward. As I say, I do think it was a bit too much of a mismatch. I think. He was probably in there more out of necessity than yeah, wanting to use him. But um, it's one of them, like you say, you'll learn from it. You know, there's no harm in, there's no shame in getting torn apart by a Bama Yang. Look at, look at some of the more established seasoned players he's done it to. For him to do it to a 19 year old is, is nothing. Don't get me wrong, I don't think, even if Trent was playing, I think that got, that, that's going in that shot. Yeah, it was, almost, it was a great shot. He, it's a fair. brilliant turn and a brilliant goal, so you've just got to take it on the chin. I just was a bit disappointed that we didn't attack as much as I'd like. Yeah. Once the see was free flowing. Um it's just one of them, innit? To be fair, I think second half we were a lot better. We looked more threatening. Obviously we got the goal second half. And to be honest, I genuinely think if it never if it didn't go straight to penalties, I, I reckon we would have won that in the end. Possibly, yeah. Um I think it it was very similar to the league game at the Emirates when after the restart. Arsenal kinda they got the goal and they tried to sit back. Um, they were still attacking obviously I think they were probably a bit more attacking in the community shield but again it was a similar story I don't. Th- I think they knew if they tried to attack us constantly we would have tore them apart eventually um, so they were smart they played it you know they played for you, I can't really say they played for the, for the draw they were playing for that 1-0 that they had but say we got the equaliser Minimino good for him getting his first goal it was made up for him I like to be fair to, I've seen quite a bit of him in training now he looks like he's genuinely part of the group now. He, he looks, looks like he's gelling, like doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, but I think he's got that little he's got that little bit of skill. I think Keith is the exact same. Like they remind me a bit like Yossi Ben Ayoun, where you can just wriggle out of anything. Yeah. And I just really like the look of them. I'm, I can't wait to see them. They're gonna be like two new signings this window and people are forgetting that. Yeah. They're gonna be class. But um, on Arsenal again, I just think they've gone back 
you've got a manager who's playing what he can with that side. He's gone back to the old defensive Graham Taylor style, one yeah. 0 Arsenal playing the offside, doing all that. Um, and sometimes we just can't, we can't get through. No, and it's frustrating when you have probably over the the course of the game, we had about sixty percent possession, and I don't think we we created much bar on the goal. No. And then every time they went forward, you are sort of thinking something could come of this. Yeah. So it's um, say it's just pre-season. We learn from it, and we'll go again. I, I think, in fairness, what you're saying that about like Arsenal going back to sort of the Graham Taylor way, and we do you see teams doing that a lot more against us now. And ironically, I think it's a sign of how far we've come because under Brendan Rodgers, I don't think that any team would sit back against us and just think right, no. we've got to defend. We've got to make sure these don't score because I think every team now will get a goal against them. Definitely, it's yeah. just stopping them scoring more. That was kind of thing. And Whereas it never worked often. <laughs> no, well, it didn't. To be fair, no. But we, we clock. We've obviously we've got that solid defense. We've got we've got a, a strong midfield with you know there's a lot of bodies in that midfield fighting for places now, and you've you've got where the probably the best front three potentially the best front three in the world. So teams, I think it's a. It's a, I think it's a respect thing that teams are coming and defending a lot more against us. Yeah, it is. You've got to take it as a compliment. Um, it is a compliment. And especially when it's a team like Arsenal with the quality they've got. But just the frustrating thing is when they're they sort of thinking, we've got a decent front three, they've got a decent front three, but we'll sit back for 90 minutes and we know we'll, we'll nick something with their quality, whereas we weren't showing her on the day. There was no individual quality on the day, really. And I feel like as soon as I've seen that midfield... It was you knew Firmino was out the game because yeah. he's got to when that specific midfield's in place. It's happened with a few of the three. Firmino's got to come right the way back to receive the ball, and it's it, it yeah, just stops our game completely. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, I think the one thing I do want to touch on now, going back to to Nico Williams, is the abuse he's got on Twitter following that performance. I, I think. Well, they're not real fans for one, but it's completely unwarranted, um, and it's the it's the same. It's these dickheads who are out there slating every player because they play for Liverpool now. They want that new signing. They want that big name, and so to try and get it, you know, you've got people trying to harm Ginny out of the club. Uh, Adrian is the same, you know, and now Nico, you know, the kids like we say, he's nineteen. He's he's really just he's only just new into the first team kind of thing. And I think it's absolutely pathetic that some of the abuse he's gotten because of that. Do you know what's worse for the players like Williams as well is that he is a young kid. He hasn't got as big a following as the big superstars. So they probably don't see any yeah. of the shit they get. Whereas he has probably spent a night in the bath scrolling through his phone thinking, oh, I wonder, I've just played my first Community Shield and he's getting hell off people. And I just think it is. It's unwarranted. And it's just absolute gobshites who, who aren't supporters. I can't. I'll be honest. With, I can't stand them. No, I just. Feet. I can't get round. I can't get my head around the attitude of them, where they just think kids are gonna come in and be like Roberto Carlos from the from the word go. Can't. They, they don't realize. I don't think they, they mustn't have supported us when when Trent was a kid, when he was coming through, because it was mistake after mistake. Yeah. You could spot that the talent was there, like you can with Williams. And you know, if you give him the time, it's going to grow into it. Not when you're getting hell every week. Why would you want to turn up to your job? Imagine you working in Asda and someone coming up to you every week going, ah, you stack that shelf shit, but you've only just started stacking shelves, so you don't know what to do. Yeah. You're not going to want to do it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Different wages, obviously. But it's the same thing. If you're getting hell 
every day from strangers for something you love doing, you're not gonna fucking enjoy it as much anymore. That's what I mean. I think I think they obviously forget. You know, it's all well and good going out and spending fifty million, sixty million on this player and that player, but you know, Nico's Liverpool through and through. Trent was the same. You know, Trent is the same. You've got you can't substitute what they bring in terms of loving Liverpool and they're gonna try harder than anyone else on that pitch, probably Barden Jordan Anderson, because they love just because they love Liverpool. They can be shit. If I was playing for Liverpool, I'm shit. But if I was playing for Liverpool, I'd work my ass off for ninety minutes and I wouldn't stop running because I love Liverpool. It's the and exact same it's the exact that. same cheeky bastards who'll be screaming them play for your shit. Make make the the team and the fans proud. They they want that after five years of service. But then for the five years they've given help. So you can't expect it both ways. Yeah. It needs to be. We need to support any single person that's within our squad, unless they've done something physically illegally wrong or something bad, then you've got to get behind them. Yeah. Even I've said it before, Carrius, the season gone with, with um against Madrid, that's finished. He made mistakes. He's not the best keeper. If we could upgrade happy days, but we've got Adrian. But there's no need whatsoever for people to demand another mistakes, messaging him. But especially with a kid, Nico Williams is going to be brilliant. Yeah. And these same idiots who are messaging him will be the ones asking for a shirt when he's winning trophies. Yeah, and, and I was just going to bring up something, you know, along them lines. These are the same divvies who would have been giving Henderson shit all the years. God, we're not shit. He shouldn't be playing for Lucas Liverpool. Lucas as well. Shouldn't be Liverpool captain. And now, you know, he was in with a shelter player of the year and they were like, ah, oh, he deserves it. He's, he's been the best player this time. And it's like, but three years ago, you were ripping the arse off him. Just so, a bandwagon. Yeah, that's all it is. And that's what it is with the modern generation of fans. You've got you've got fans like me, our fella. We could get beat 6 0 and my dad will try and find a positive. Yeah. He's the old generation same. where he will try and find oh it doesn't matter. Like it does matter if just being beat 6 0 by Hull. What are you going on about? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got the other generation who will have to find you could win 6 0 against anyone and they'll try and find something to moan at. And then you've got these who just, whatever someone else has said, they will say the same. Yeah. And unfortunately, Facebook and Twitter is the worst place on the planet for Liverpool fans. So if you come to Anfield or you go on a European away with us, it, you'll see what the real fans are like and you can pick the divvies from from the likes of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, many times I've been stood, I think when we went to Seville, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd do we drew three all, we were three and up at half time. I was bladdered and thought we'd won on the plane home the next day. Thought we'd won. They had to convince me that we hadn't. <laughs> but I was in the middle saying to lads, why are you singing Sammy Appiah and Maxi Rodriguez when you've got lads there going for European trophies, you know what I mean? And you just sat there singing other players' names. <laughs> Not even like, Sammy Appiah yet, but if you're going to sing ex-players' names... Sing like Douglas, legends Gerard. who've won the cup and put them in. But sing a song for every single one of these players that yeah. in the squad before you do that. And you said it for years about Henderson not having a song. No, even now he's got Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. And he was still on Sturridge. Yeah, Sturridge. He was absolutely, and he's another one who was absolutely brilliant. Just think, I had, I had the famous cop account on Twitter, didn't I? Yeah. I was organising coach gatherings for the Dortmund game the Villarreal game and it, the scenes were absolutely brilliant and people don't see what goes in behind when you're on the phone to police and that saying you need to you know you don't have to police it you're telling people when to turn up where yeah. to turn up what they can and can't bring don't bring flares ha <laughs> never <laughs> but um, 
the end of the day, like your fan base has all got to be together and they've got to be supporting the same cause. Yeah. Take take Twitter out the equation, and that's what Liverpool have got. And then you add Twitter, and you've got a completely different kettle of fish. That's why we are our supporters are despised on Twitter by us, the real fans and other fans. Yeah. Because there's that many gobshites. The problem is these the ones that run the people that run these like gobshite accounts are the ones with the most followers. So, like you say, our fan base is hated on Twitter because of them because they've got the most followers. So other fans see them as a representation of us, and they're not. They're not. In, like us, they're not. They're not like the real. They're not real fans. They're just like you say, the bandwagon jumpers who've been supporting us for two, three years because we we got to Kiev because we beat you know because we got because we beat Man City a couple of times, or even probably there's ones who jumped on last year when we beat Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're the ones who probably the season before supported City, before City they supported Chelsea, before Chelsea they supported United. But to the ones at three 0 against Barca, that one's a clop out and wanted to sack all the team. And then when it's four 0 at Anfield, they're like, oh my Greatest god, I've been part of the best thing ever. And you're just thinking, get to fuck. Yeah. Just if anyone's gonna leave the club, it's gotta be them. It's yeah. not Gini Ronaldo no, or no. Nico Williams. Oh, to be fair, there's some, you know what? There is some good accounts on Twitter, and the ones I like the most are the ones who call out the bullshit from some of these shit accounts. So I seen one the other day where he's claiming to be a Liverpool fan, and he must have another account for City. I've seen it. Yeah, Sadio, Sadio something. Yeah, and he forgot to log out of his Liverpool yeah. one. He said uh, Foden needs to start next week or something yeah, stupid I've seen like it. that. And it's like, but that that's what it breeds. But you can just you can tell by the names and that. Like I don't we don't want to go on about it too much. Like the listeners to to get in touch with us as well and say like what triggers you when you're on Twitter what what can't you stand don't you like people like us having a go at them fans who who want the best of every in every single second of the day or are you like us and just think it doesn't work like that be, be more reasonable be more realistic and support your team that's all we want say that famous cop account I had that got banned because I was trying to help me mate who got nicked for fighting with the Roma fans when they done Sean Coxon yeah. And that that's why I lost that account because we were trying to help him pay his coffees and that because he got ad off for no reason. But um, all that account was based on was getting proper Liverpool fans together to get the atmosphere going to support the team to support the manager and hopefully bring us to some success yeah. as, as a one. Uh, and we need everyone to be doing that again because this negativity at a time when we've just been champions of Europe, we're current champions of England and the world. And there's still people moaning about transfers and young players getting roasted by world class strikers. Yeah, over and out. Like we say, <laughs> like we say, rant over. Um, no, like, you know, moving on to another youngster though, um, Rian Brewster. Hey. He's looked good. We we mentioned him a couple of well on the, the first episode. I think it was. He's looked good pre season, even though we only had two games. Um, he's looked good. Um, he's looked good since he was a kid yeah. obviously he's still only a kid but when you see him in the, like the under 18s and the under 23s and that he's always looked good he's always had that thing about him and you think can he make the next level and obviously with the news coming out that he might not be getting loaned out yeah I was, big step. I punched the air because I think it's you. we've always said if you're good enough you're old enough and yeah. you'll play and Klopp is one of the type of managers in He's loaned quite a bit out after him saying he doesn't like loaning players and it only seems to me to be for the best of the player to bring them back. I think the times now is where we need we need a goal scorer who yeah, we need the doesn't need to like know where the ball time. is or where the goal is. He just needs someone in the box like him. It's, not, it's a lot of pressure to have on a kid when 
you're, you're the only player like that in the team. Yeah. But we I need them. See, now, the different, the, the one thing I noticed different between Nico and Brewster with the Community Shield is nobody slated Brewster for him missing the penalty. And I think we you touched on it yourself and I think you're probably going to go off on another one here. But it was a really poor decision by Klopp. And I think Klopp needs to take that one on the chin. He needs to he needs to take ownership of that. Yeah, and definitely. Say, I made a mistake. Yeah, he did. I, I couldn't get my head around it when we, we needed we needed the goal. We had no creativity whatsoever. We brought Minamino and Keaton on. The next substitution had to be Brewster. Yeah, because them two are going to create something for a striker in the box. Firmino, did he did he even stay on the pitch? Did he go off for one of the others? Um, I can't even remember, you know. But we need... Yeah. I was in work, to be <laughs> fair. My head's gone. <laughs> but, um, you know, you need you need a striker who's going to come on and just stay by the box and linger for a loose ball and and be there and around the box. And he never done it. To bring him on to take a penalty, I couldn't think of anything worse for a no. footy player to come on at Wembley to just kick the ball once. I think Not even that, insane. but like, taking a penalty. I've seen some people saying about them taking a penalty cold and... You know yourself. If if you're if you're playing footy, I know it's obviously not the same level, but if you're just playing footy on maiden lane or something like that, and the first thing you have to do is come on and take a pen, not warm up, not warmed up properly, or not, and you you are you're gonna be a bit, you're gonna be a bit, you know, it's just right. not gonna be good. And I think that showed in his run up. I don't. I think if he'd been on the pitch a bit, got a bit of feel of the game, he wouldn't have done that run up. I think he would have just ran ran down and fucking smashed it. I think it was just. I think it was Klopp. I think it was Klopp trying to to give him a confidence boost yeah, without realising what it could have done. And I may, maybe you could look at that as a good thing and think that's how much confidence Klopp had in him to yeah. bring him on at Wembley. That way, yeah. But and I think that's what Klopp would have said to him after the game. Ignore everything. Sorry for bringing you on. I'm around you. It's my fault. But that's how much I yeah. believed in you. Don't let it get to you. And hopefully that's all. That's the end of it. But I just want him. I want him to be in and around the squad. Just I think we need. I like Arigi. I think Arigi's a big game player. He can win you the game. But again, I don't think he's a. He's not a box striker. No, he's not I a think, fifteen twenty goal season striker. Brewster could be. Yeah, I think he could be, and he just needs. He has to start off. You need to get him in for twenty minutes every few games and let him get his five goals and then let him get his ten. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. And even even with with that community shield, even bringing him on for ten minutes at the end. Would have been better than bringing on. He'd have had a chance. He'd have had a chance. He'd have got a chance. No, I think, yeah, as I say, it was poor judgment by Klopp. But I think if there's anyone who will realise that and put his hands up to it, it it is Klopp. Yeah. Um, So it's nothing to dwell on. Like you said earlier, it was, you know, it's a friendly because we lost. Um, It's just one of them. (laughs) (laughs) We lost, it's a friendly, no one's care. No, it's it's just one of them. It's, again, like Nico, it's a learning curve. It was his first real big moment in a Liverpool shirt. It would have been, I suppose he would have classed it as his first goal for Liverpool. So it was a big moment for him. What I did like about all of that though, is as soon as the, as soon as they scored the winner, Curtis Jones was straight, well he was with, he was with Rian Brewster anyway, but straight away consoled him. Yeah. Because he, he had his head in his hands and Curtis got straight in his head and said, don't worry about it. It, it's done. It's only a friendly lad. Yeah, it's only yeah. a friendly. Just won the league, lad. What are you crying for? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was I thought that was a boss little touch. But I liked, like, I think Brewster, when he wore his Champions League medal to get his hair cut and that, and people are giving him hell over stuff like that when he's having a little bit of a laugh. I haven't played a game for Liverpool in my life, 
I've got a, I'm sat here looking at the Premier League trophy in my living room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a novelty. It's just something to enjoy. But I think like, I forgot what I was going to say. I have forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, you were saying about him yeah, medal to get his hair cut and that. Uh, well, people giving him stick for it. Yeah, but you, you would do it, wouldn't you? I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. If, I, if I'd just won all of them as a as a 29-year-old, I'd be walking around everywhere with them. I wouldn't, I'd wear them to play. Like, when we play Leeds, I'd be wearing me four medals. And then when you go for the edit, you know, it might hurt someone. So, <laughs> do, double whammy. No, I think he's a kid. Like I say, he's a kid. He's, he's, enjoying, his, he's enjoying the moment at Liverpool. He's a, he's a European champion. He's a, well. He's not. He would. He could have been a league champion, but he's enjoying the moment, and that that's that's all it is. And you can't you can't have a go with him for that. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You can't have a go with him for that. No, what I was gonna say is that he he's obviously he hasn't participated in the other games, but he's possibly out with his medals and that. Yeah, I mean, and it's to a be novelty. Fair. But if he's a scored a penalty at that game and he'd have been given a medal and been holding the, he's the shield it. then he'd have felt a bit more part yeah. of it like like, like Adrian with the, uh, with the Super Cup might not be a big trophy in the grand scheme of things but it was the first trophy of his career he's contributed to that he saved penalties yeah. and to him I'm not going to say it's probably more important to him than the league but that will be just as special to him as the league because of his contribution to yeah, that definitely. game alone and I think that's what it would have been like for Brewster. Yeah, he's got a Champions League winner's medal, but if he's actually contributed to the win and got a medal, even better because it it, it just like you say he's contributed. He's he's part of Liverpool's history. Then yeah, but it's only friendly now. So yeah, it's only friendly, it. so we can not talk about it. Um, so we'll go on to transfers. As I say, we're not going to uh, <sighs> <laughs> we're not we're not going to go too much on this. I think for the last two episodes we've. Uh, Spoke plenty about the transfers, but there is obviously the two sort of main stories. So let's make this one the first bit really quick. Thiago, he's still not here. End of the story. <laughs> James Pierce has said we're linked to them. Someone said he wasn't. James Pierce questioned him and said, Who said that? Oh, so yeah, Anfield edition, so, so we are linked to them. Be a great addition to the squad. He'd probably start. Let's wait for it to happen. He's brilliant. Just get over it if we don't sign him. Yeah. If Klopp wants a player and he thinks. He's worth the money and the wages he's going to give him. He'll sign him. It's as simple as that. If anyone out there genuinely thinks Jürgen Klopp is going to go into an office, ask for money, be told no, and then put a smile on face on for cameras, you're absolutely nuts because he's not that type and of person. you haven't got a clue about Yeah, You've not looked at Jürgen at all throughout his career. Just crazy. He's never been a yes man. He's not a yes man. At the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to look at the bigger picture. We can... We can we can worry Bayern and say, listen, he only wants to come to Liverpool, so we'll give you 15 mil. Yeah. Why would we why pay double if they might break? They yeah. mightn't break. And they might go, well, United have come in with 20 mil, and we'll go, oh, we'll give you 22. But we've saved 8 mil. Yeah. So you've just, it's just a business. You've the just one thing I, get over the it. The one thing I've seen about Thiago, which is probably the only sort of new bit of information that I've seen about it since last time, is apparently he's come out and said, like, he knows United are interested in him, he knows we're interested in him. For us, apparently, he's, he's, he'll accept 150 grand a week. If he goes to United, he wants 400 grand a week. <laughs> That's how much he wants to come to Liverpool. Yeah, I, th- like, I th- think if Klopp, as far as I'm concerned, he wants to play for Liverpool. So did Werner. He was flirting with us. But if, he wasn't if, prepared if, to Klopp, if Klopp doesn't isn't willing to pay that amount of money, to me, Werner is brilliant in the German league. It's still a risk that amount of money and that amount of wages. Definitely. Thiago. He's 29, he's experienced, he's absolutely phenomenal at what he does. He's shown it at both levels, even the other day. 
for Spain just ridiculous. I didn't even see it, you know. Lad, he just takes the piss. He's just he's ridiculous. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, he's a special player. And he might go to someone else. He might go to us. I hope he comes to us, but he mightn't. So get over it. Just see what happens. Yeah. Um. So another twenty-nine-year-old midfielder who's only got a year left on his contract in the opposite direction. Ginny Wijnaldum. Yeah. Apparently Ronald Koeman wants him again. I think we've touched on this before, but the story's starting to gain a bit of traction. Um. 15 mil I think I mean I say he's only got a year left on his contract but this is why this is what I don't get is these fans want him to be gone for 15 mil but want us to pay 30 for the same aged player with the same length contract yeah. from a different club does where's it make logic? sense yeah, does where's it? the logic so 15 mil as I said last time unless it's a substantial amount of money and we don't need to sell him and he's not desperate to go which he wouldn't be with the league champions Barcelona is shite don't see why we'd sell unless we had a replacement in place. So if it is as simple as when Alden goes, Thiago comes in, sound. Yeah. At the end of the day, sound. Love when Alden. Think he's done brilliant things for the club. He's He'll been, always be remembered. Being a consistent player, he's been. Sometimes he's been. He goes missing a little bit, but he's always been faultless. He doesn't make big mistakes. He no. doesn't cost you the ball. He wins it. Wins the ball. Goes through plays. Been brilliant for us, and he he leave with the respect of. The majority of proper fans. Yeah. So just, if he goes, he goes. But yeah. if he go, if he does go, then you have got to bring in a replacement. Yeah. No, I agree. Um. So this one, I wanted to bring it up. I put the question on Twitter, and it uh, it kind of blew up a bit. And I didn't even put my opinion to it, which was the strange thing. That's a bit people, of bite to it, didn't it? Well, yeah. People started. I mean, there was a few people responding. Like I was a madman for asking the question, and it was like I didn't respond to any of them. But it was like I, I didn't put my opinion out there, so go away. Anyway, but Luis Suarez, so there's obviously the situation with the contract at the minute, uh, whether it's going to actually get terminated or not, because Barcelona would have to pay him a massive amount of money. But 33, probably past it a bit now, would you have him back for the season? <laughs> yeah, 100%. 33-year-old Suarez still rips apart majority of the Premier League. They're saying the same about Messi. He's, still, he's that calibre of player. Yeah. He's that, that good. Yeah, 100%. Luis Suarez would probably start in our team. Yeah, I think he'd be... Yeah, that's the end of the... Com- Do you know what I mean? <laughs> At the very least, and only be- if he wasn't kicking off that he wasn't starting and he was on the bench and you brought him on for half an hour, I'd still expect to answer. <laughs> he's absolutely... He's one of the best players only I've if ever he was seen in my life, ever. Yeah. No, I think it's one of them. I think just because of his age, like you said with Messi, look at Ronaldo... 35 and he's, he was the top I think he was, well, he was at least one of the top scorers in Serie A I know it's a bit of a slower league but 35 it, it's not easy um, age at the moment especially with the way players are conditioned and, and everything now age isn't a, age isn't a problem look, look at James Milner he's still the fittest player in our squad every uh-huh. single season without fail it just at 97 years of age players are athletes now 97 <laughs> players are athletes and they are you've, you've got your Charlie Adams who are they were half, half decent footy player but never committed to Was the game as much after time. yeah <laughs> but it's the same age as Ronaldo I think we laughed at that last time yeah. but James Milner James Milner's in probably similar condition to Ronaldo yeah do you know what I mean that's it age age isn't a question anymore as much as it was even 10 years ago um, if you were saying to me ah, Louis Suarez available for 100 million and he wants 500 grand a week. Behave yourself, he's 33. That's when it comes in. Yeah. When you're getting Luis Suarez, 
who you sold for like 60 odd mil potentially on a free for free and I think we'd have a bit of pulling power to say listen Shroff lad the shit yeah. we've done for you, you you're getting 100 grand a week like the rest of them yeah. do you know what I mean no, I think like you said, if one hundred percent would bite your hands off for it. <laughs> like you said, I think if um, you know, if you're a defence that's tiring, and you see Luis Suarez warming up to come on for the last twenty minutes, you're gonna shit yourself. Yeah, big time. And I don't care what anyone says. Like I think, yeah, I think he wouldn't. I think it would be a smart piece of business. Um, but I, I don't think. Apparently, he's, he's agreed terms with Juventus. So to be fair, him and Ronaldo, well, how's that? Yeah. It's going to be an interesting dynamic, like. But she is well. Would I'd say the likes of Suarez, he's like Zidane, where speed Isn't doesn't involved. affect his game. Yeah. He's that good. Well, I remember when he scored um, when he scored that breakaway goal against Everton um, years ago, and he had the defender on his back for the whole time. Like he never actually got away from the defender, but he still scored. It's like. He was never that fast to begin with. Like, so the, the conversation. Like Scooby Doo running it. Yeah, it, no, it was just, I just remember it. It was like, and I'm sure it was like Tony Ibero or something, or Neville Southall, like running with him. No, I don't know who it was, but he had the defender on his back the whole time, and so it's not like he ever broke away like Salah did against Arsenal. Yeah, he just, so, yeah. But he was that good that you couldn't get the ball off him anyway. Like we used to say, Luis Suarez could not make a mermaid. He was that good. I don't even get out. Like, because I had a little look at your Twitter and I seen, no, 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 are you mad? No. Yeah. And I was thinking, are you all fucking insane? It's Luis Suarez. <laughs> yeah, he left. He went to Barcelona. When we weren't really, we just fucked the league up. He gave us another season. He promised us and he, he gave us That's all. That's it. He lived up to and his promise. And then he went and played for his dream club, Barcelona. It happens. Coutinho done the same. You're off me Coutinho for nine mil. Absolutely give us him to sit on our bench there's, there's, you've got to look at it there is no loyalty in footy the, these foreign players and these South American players they've got no affiliation with Liverpool Football Club no they, when they grow up as kids most of them grow up watching the Spanish League and they want to play for Barcelona or Real Madrid that's it you can't you can't take that away do you know what I mean it's like us getting the chance to play for Liverpool or fucking Real Madrid who would you play for you don't even wouldn't have to even ask the be question. a question, would no. it? You, you, you just and you could say the same if, if you know course. if Stephen, if for instance, you know Stephen Gerrard, if he'd started out at like Southampton or Stoke or someone like that, and Liverpool coming for him, but or United did, he's he's going to Liverpool because that's just and it's the same with them South American players, like you say, they grow up watching and even you know to to a lesser extent like Irish players, they grow up watching Celtic, so that Shane Duffy that Everton reject has just gone to Celtic on loan. Because it's a boil club, and it's the same. So you, you have it all over the world. You can't put Shane Duffy in a conversation with Louis Suarez, though. You just did, though. Uh, you know like, no, I didn't. You did. Clastic over here. Nah, um, <laughs> no, but I'm just making that point. Like everywhere around the world has has got that sort of affiliation to a certain club or country in terms of the football. But I think like the likes of Liverpool, like even even now, if Firmino went to us. Oh, I want to go to Barcelona. My head would be frazzled. I'd be thinking they're absolutely shit. They're miles away, but that doesn't make a difference to a player growing up as a kid walking watching, out of the new camp. That's it. And it's, watching that, Ronaldinho, that's the, watching that's the dream. watching Cruyff and stuff like that, you can understand it from from that point of view. But if you have to look at it, as in where Barcelona are now, the agent, the finished, they've just swapped a fucking twenty-four-year-old midfielder, Brazilian national, 
for Milan Pjanic, who's <laughs> 32. It's like they're not seeing the error of the ways. They're an aging team. You don't when you're an aging team, you don't bring in another 32 year old. The desperate. And I think the problem is, is they've gone a bit like you can have over experience. Yeah, I don't. It's almost like they've gone with a bit of a like. You've gone a bit of the way of United in terms of gone the buying. Shit. Not even necessarily that they've just gone shit, but they're buying names for the sake of them being a name. Yeah. And they're not buying, like, you know, was any, when we got Firmino, was anybody else even in forum? I don't think so. You know, Salah, was any big club in forum? Probably not. Same with Mane. These are the type of signs you've got to make who your manager's gone, right, all right, I can get Mane for 34 mil or I can pay an extra, like, 35 million on top and get you know where someone world class Memphis Depay is another one like we were linked with him yeah Um, I think it was the season after we got Mane or the season after we got Salah one of them but we were linked with him and everyone was and he'd done the picture going on to the uh, onto the red jet with his red suit on and that didn't he and everyone and our Twitter towards. blew yeah. up but that's another thing he's already flopped in the league and it might have been another Salah we don't know but again you've got an, there's no point going for the big name just because of who they are You've got to go for who's going to fit the system. And I think you can say, like, with Chelsea, it's all well and good, all these players. They're buying. They haven't addressed what they need yet. They still need the defence. Yeah. They need a better keeper. And it never works when you buy that much. No, it They bought a player who, and who straight away comes into that squad and thinks he's the star, and then they buy another one who comes in with the same attitude, and then they buy another one who comes in with the same attitude. And all of a sudden... Your Man City years ago, yeah. where there's just conflicts. That's what I mean. And it takes it takes time to build yeah. up. No, I'm, I mean, so on that. I mean, are you worried about any of the any of the other teams' business at the minute? Chelsea's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I don't worry about other teams, lads. I never. Have. I know you don't. Never have. I've never took an interest. I believe that we have got the best team in the league, regardless of what the other teams have got. But saying that. If they all do strengthen massively, there's going to be like a process where they have to gel. So I think that'll work in our favour anyway. Yeah. I don't think people see that bit. Gelling. We've had Nabi Keita, who's not played often, and we've got Minamino, who, who have now gelled. Yeah. And they're going to be two new signings for us, whether people like it or not. Yeah, you don't get the headline that we bought somebody, but you're getting two new players that look really good. I think... I think that's better business than bringing in four or five new faces to yeah. the team at a time when the closest to us was at 18 points. Yeah. So, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to be the same next season. I don't think we had we had a bit of luck where we could have lost games and we, we found... found not, not luck. You make your own luck. United always used to make their own luck. Yeah. It's that grit and never, never say die attitude. But I don't think the others have got that. I think we have. And I think that will win us it again. Yeah, I think we did get lucky in some sense with, um, like the only major injury we had throughout the season was was Allison, at the start. You know, we we didn't really not have Firmino at any point or Mane or Salah. Um, we lost Henderson for a few games at the end, didn't we? Yeah, we lost Henderson. Um, Don't we lost Allison? But I think people, people, we lost Robbo. We we had Salah and Robbo out for the derby. Yeah. And even that, that massively shows. I think that's the only difference for us in the likes of City where we lost Salah and Robbo for the derby and we made Everton look half decent for a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're just a completely different outfit without without certain players. Yeah. I think that new lad we've signed is a Cosmos, is it? Yeah. Left back, 
when I seen him play, he just looked like a, like for like yeah, Andy Robbo, and I think that's what we need. We we need we need to. St- I seen a thing with Fenway Sports saying they don't get the the European transfer strategy, myself, and yeah. that in America they sell one and replace them. Yeah, I don't see why that's a big issue. I don't know why you need why why do Man City need thirty players? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you only yeah. need twenty, so I'm happy. If Wijnaldum goes and we can bring a centre mid in, ideally Thiago, happy days. If Shaqiri goes or Origi goes... And we replace them. But then, do you go, well, Origi's gone. There's Shaqiri's, yeah, or... Yeah. Is that, I think you've, we've money. just got to stay away from but getting just, rid of too many players and not replacing yeah, we've them. Yeah, we've got to replace them. Unless they're bit par players, like your Wilsons, who isn't in the first team at the minute anyway. But this is the thing, they can't get in. Say, for instance, if we buy someone in Wilson's position or we buy a, a boss centre mid then your Curtis Jones and your Wilson's aren't getting in the team because yeah. you can't pay 80 million quid for a player and then put him on the bench for a kid and that's what I mean like, so you look you've got to give them the chance yeah sorry you, you look at Chelsea they had you know Lampard got a lot of players last season because he was using the kids and don't get me wrong it was out of necessity and then everyone's going but now it's he's threw that out the window straight away yeah, as soon as he can spend money he's splashing cash left right and centre you know, 80 million on this Havertz, uh, 50 million on Werner, I think it was like 32 on Ziyech, and he bought someone else, I think, haven't they? I can't even remember. But all the hard work he's done with these kids, with your Tammy Abrahams, with your Mason Mounts, with your Reese Jameses, it goes out the window straight away. Definitely, yeah. And I don't think they'll actually... No, to say they won't be as good is probably a bit stupid to say, but I don't think they're actually going to improve much. I think you, you lose... I think when you play in a few kids that are all starting to make a name for themselves and you haven't got egos and they're literally busting a go for the team, that's worth more than bringing in an £80 million player who can pot around the pitch and do what he wants yeah. and think he can get away with it. Hazard was the same. Hazard never put a shift in, ever. How he's classed as a Premier League legend is fucking beyond me because stats are shite. He's been shite at Real Madrid, but he was meant to be this world-class player in the league. And he never bust a gut, he never done anything, he was a lazy bastard. I'd rather have a kid yeah, playing in that position. Mean. And I think that's where when when our fans are saying, We need to sign such a player, we, we might lose Wijnaldum, but Curtis Jones goes up a step. Yeah. So you've replaced Wijnaldum, you just haven't got that back up of a kid, then another kid comes through. Don't get me wrong, it's different levels. Curtis Jones isn't gonna do as much for us at this moment as Wijnaldum or Thiago might. But the only way they're going to get there is by having that chance. They can't just keep training. They've got yeah. to play. And that's the only way of doing it. So whatever clock decides, I'll be happy with Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I do just want to touch on very quickly, um, not necessarily Liverpool related, but obviously it was the big story for the last week, Messi. Um, obviously it's come out today, he's staying at Barca for this season now. Messy situation um, now. Hey, <laughs> you have to get that in there. No, um, it's come out today, as I say, that he's staying at Barca this season because literally because he doesn't want to take them to court um, is, is the only reason by the sounds of it. So that's going to be interesting to see how he's this season. But do you think, what, well, do you think he was what City actually needed in terms of their squad? No. 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 I think he would have been, I think he would have been a name I think the name Messi on your opponent's team sheet weekly puts the shit yeah. up anyone. Until Messi class. sees Origi on, on a team sheet, <laughs> then he goes to shit. <laughs> but 
I'll be honest with you. No, I don't. I, don't, I think it would have been a name. I think yeah. it would have been a, a luxury signing. I don't think he. I don't think he'd have been able to cope with the demands of the Premier League. He's going to get volleyed everywhere yeah. if he comes to the Prem. Uh, I think this season in Spain. I think he's going to have one of his best seasons. I think he's going to bust the gut. I think he's going to work his ass off like Suarez did at us. Going to put himself in the shop window. Not and, that he needs to do like. Do you know, but I think he's going to. When people talk about ages and people are like he's six hundred and fifty million, I know. You can you can't he can't be bought. He's unbuyable, that's why the clause is there. Yeah. But if he's going on a free next year, you could see him end up in somewhere like China or come somewhere daft. Apparently they're doing a wage cap now though. Yeah, they are. Um so they just he's got it's gotta it's, be somewhere somewhere bizarre yeah. where they can just get away with it. But yeah, I think so they'll have a new under they'll have a new uh, seven million pound sponsor with uh, like Bob Rose or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he'd have been he'd have been brilliant to see in the league. I'd have enjoyed it, but I wouldn't enjoy playing against him. I think Andy Robbo said the same, be great. For the we're, we're linked with him. We're not linked with him, so I don't want him to come to England. <laughs> yeah. And it's as simple as that is. But I, I do think he'll he'll either I think he should realistically give us all anyway. And try and win something with Barcelona. Yeah. I, for, I think he, he finishes career on a high. Yeah, he may have forgot what they done for him when he was a, a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but, I think with like when the rumours were coming out, I was like, yeah, all right, he might come in and get fifty goals. Like Sterling got thirty one last season in that team, and he's shite. So he's gonna score goals, no doubt about it, and he'll probably get fifty goals in the season. But the defense is shit, and that's shown. That's why they lost nine games in the league. Yeah, Messi, Messi doesn't work. Getting me- Messi doesn't work like you say for one, and he gets told not to. Like obviously, obviously, if you've ever noticed Messi in the first sort of ten minutes of a game, he just walk, he stands still, just trots. Yeah. yeah, he walks around the pitch. But Messi isn't going to make up them nine losses. Don't get me wrong, he might win two or three of them games, but are we going to lose six or seven games? For them to make that up just on that alone, and I don't think that's not going to happen. No, so I, I don't think it would have been, like I say, it would have been great for the league itself, but it's not what City needed. It's not what they require. I think, I think it was just. I don't think City have linked themselves to it. You've got gobsets like Liam Gallagher putting on Twitter, like he he knows. Yeah. And it's obviously, he's been buzzed off, but yeah, you just you. I was made up that they were in just. Bit of disruption. It was made up with the shit with Suarez. I was thinking Suarez is going to milk them for about 40 million for not kicking a ball. Made up. Messi's going to do them over for 650 million. Made up. Because they're, they're just rats. I hate Barcelona. I used to love Barcelona. And um, for what they've done to us over the years, where they've just come, they've put it all in the press how they want our players and that, and then they yeah. just take them. I've been buzzing. They're linked with Mane again, aren't they? Loads of bollocks. Loads of bollocks. 120 mil do you reckon it'll be enough to start the discussion or something he said 120 mil plus Messi yeah yeah and we might even <laughs> we might consider it yeah. off me no um, no not what they needed uh, it's not happening now anyway at least for a year anyway so it's not to talk about but I thought it was a little bit of you know something interesting something I'll tell you what big news Pep Guardiola's got to win a cup next year otherwise he's gone he's whether he likes to or not he's, he's great with money he's great with Teams that have been knitted together by somebody else, fair play. Be funny next season when Messi's available on a free to go and play with Guardiola, but Guardiola gets fucked off for City. And then he's left and, it. And C- Messi's City. got nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that would be interesting, actually. Uh, right, let's move on to next season. Well, this season. Eight days away uh, for the Reds. Yes! Leeds at home. Um, yeah, we, we get to defend our title, which is uh, so say, nice to say. Say it again. We get to defend our title. I cannot wait for the commentators to say, and making their way to the ring. <laughs> no, I can't wait for them <laughs> to say, and, and here is the Premier League champions. I can't wait for match of the day. I want to watch it till the end, even the shit teams like Everton. I want to wait till all their games are over, just to see that little league at the end of the That world. little league there. Oh no, it's at the beginning, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be just yeah, like you say, it's going to be a great. Every season. clip on Sky Sports, lad, there's Anderson with the league. Ah uh, no, just that match. Of, we like it's like we get our own match of the day intro. You know what I mean? Yeah, every game. Yeah, it's gonna cause murder. Like even if we lose, <laughs> even if we lose a game next season, I'm gonna watch match of the day just the beginning. Yeah, and, and then turn it yeah, off. Yeah, and then turn it off. But obviously. we won't lose. No, that, that goes what I'm saying. Um, so I think what you wanted to to us to do a little bit uh, was just have a little play with our star and eleven. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is a local. This is a friendly podcast. <laughs> Stop it! No, uh, you want to, you want to just have a little sort of discussion about uh, what your starting lineup would be. Yeah, for I was interested in seeing what your and, and the listeners as well. What would be your preferred starting eleven? Um, mine would be Grobla. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so obviously goalie and defence because Adrian, yeah. Um. <laughs> right, so we've got Allison, yeah, Andy Robbo, yeah, Van Dijk, yeah, Matip. Okay. Arnold. Yeah. Fabino. Anderson. Yeah. Keita. Yeah. Mane. Salah. Fabino. Right. So obviously this is depending on everyone being fit. So I think is the only doubt at the minute is, is it probably Trent. Anderson as well, isn't he? Possibly. Henson looked like he's been training, so hopefully he's he been be training, ready. but I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he's ready to him. start at least. Um, I think Alex Oxley Chamberlain as well. Yeah, he's a goner. Um, I think if everyone's fit, then yeah, team my team is probably the same. It it the only real toss up position there for me is Gomez or Matter. Um, but I probably would go Matter probably myself. Just I think he's don't get me wrong. I think Gomez is going to be fantastic. Um, I think he's going to be absolutely world class in, in a still in a couple of years time, but. I think at the minute, Matter probably is that little bit more dependable. How old is Gomez? 23. Is he? Yeah. I just... See, you forget with Gomez, because we bought him at a young age and threw him straight. He's been with us five years. I wish we'd have loaned him out. I was just about to suggest that because I do think he's still got many, many errors in his system. Yeah. I think his speed, I think... Gets him out of a lot of predicaments. Koulibaly's the same. And people go on about him, and he makes mistakes. Yeah, he does. Mistake. His positioning's awful. His, his his turning's awful. To be honest, I think. But he's that strong. And he's a, quite quick. And he's fast. Yeah. That he makes up for it. But every tackle's a slide tackle. I know. Whereas Van Dijk just does it back head, does he? Edges himself and just gets off. Yeah. He, there's not many players like Van Dijk. People. Do you know what I mean? There's not <laughs> many players of Van Dijk's class, but I think, I think Van Dijk has to do a little bit less. When Matter plays, and I think Matter looks a lot more comfortable, like positioning, than than Gomez. Um, would you have? Would you start Keita? Um, would you be happy with Keita starting? Yeah, I would. I think after lockdown, he 
he performed very well. Um, the game against Chelsea was a big game for him, I think, when he got the goal. Uh, so I think he's he's performed well in pre-season as well. Um, he looked good, like you say. He, him and Minamino changed the game when he come on against Arsenal. So yeah, hundred percent. I would I would definitely start him. I think he gives us he gives us a bit of a dynamic that we don't necessarily have from anyone else. I think he's he's probably the most happy to to just get the ball and run, and just go. Yeah. That's what you need sometimes. Um, I think he's probably the only one. Don't really think Ginny does it every now and again, but I think. Ginny's a bit more sort of probably a bit smarter with the ball when he needs to be. If Ginny won't, won't take much risk, that's what I mean. If Ginny can't see that little bit of an opening, he'll give it sideways yeah. or backwards, which is fine. But Keita just gets the ball, sees one thing, and he's gone. gone. And you need that, um, yeah. especially against a team like Leeds, because they'll sit back, they'll just want to defend um, and do as much as they can to, you know. No, actually, you know what? They probably want that Bielsa. I think he's he's obviously a very he's a confident he's a very eccentric manager himself. So I think he'll go into the game thinking that they can get something out of it, which is what you want. I, I think if he's got a brain, which he has because he's a good manager, I think he needs to look at it and go, we don't want to get absolutely smashed on our first game yeah. in the Premier League, but we don't want to be boring. So yeah. I think he's got to find a solution. See, to I it. think what Leeds need to avoid is being Norwich from last season. Norwich against us, Playing we beat them four one. Yeah, Norwich, we beat them four one, but they looked good yeah, when we did, beat yeah. them in that first game. And the same could happen with Leeds. They might look boss, get and be five 0 Yeah, no, I think I they'd rather look yeah, shit and only get beat one 0 Kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm, I'm ex- with the, talking about the elevens as well. I'm looking at our bench, and you think about our bench. If Ronaldo stays, you got the option of like you'll have the option of Gomez and Cosmos. He, he can come on and cause damage down the left. So, like, you haven't seen a lot of him, but it's something what I have seen of him, he, he looks sound. You've got the likes of eventually Chamberlain, yeah. Curtis Jones, Wijnaldum, and then you've got Adigi and Brewster on the bench. Harvey Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he can be dangerous. This new Minim- kid, Minamino. Yeah, you've got this kid, Billy Cometio, who apparently James Pierce has said... Um, they're that happy with Cometio that they're considering having him as fourth choice this season he's only 18 like so it's a bold decision if we're going to go down that route but if Klopp thinks, said, but like you said if Klopp thinks he's good enough then I'm happy with that yeah it'd be sound um, no yeah starting line up as you say I think at the moment injuries forgiven the side picks itself even without the injuries it still kind of picks itself if Trent's not able to play it's Nico if Henderson can't play, you know that there's someone there to come in and fill the void. We didn't mention Milner there either, by the way, which no, is absolutely true. disrespectful because he's brilliant. Yeah, he is. He's fantastic still, even at this age, and it'll be nice for him knowing he doesn't have to. Uh, knowing he doesn't have to go to left back this season. I know. So that's good for him. Um, but yeah, new season. We're looking forward to it. Champions of England. We are. Uh, and still champions of the world, by the way. Let, let's make it two time. Um, but. So what we wanted to look at today, um, and we're going to make this a bit of a feature going forward, is we're going to just uh, have a little t- chat about one particular player in the squad who, well, it could be for any any reason really, just for something we want to discuss. But on this for the first one, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Bobby Firmino. Si, senor. Funny. Did I get it out your system? No. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about Bobby and how he. Uh, 
He only seems to be appreciated by Liverpool fans. It's baffling. I've no. had arguments with Evertonians who are telling me that Richarlison's better than him. Richarlison are getting our team. I showed them the stats of their legend, Duncan Ferguson, and I think he played six years more, and he's got less goals, less assists. It's absolutely mind-boggling that okay. people don't rate for me, you know. I can't get my head around no. it. And it's because, you know, he's a striker who doesn't score, apart from that season where he got 27 goals. Can I, I just um, what's, what's the stats I've just pulled up before? In, in just the Premier League alone for Liverpool, he's played 175 times, 57 goals and 35 assists. That's 92 contributions in 175 games, which is a contribution every two games, which is absolutely brilliant for, for considering what he does. His role in the team is to bring the centre-halves away from the box so our wingers can get in and he gets no plaudits for it. Yeah. He's the most self selfless footy player I've ever seen. I heard a rumour about him. I think it was last season that he was on like a goal bonus. Oh, and he left it. And he and he, he passed the ball to Manny yeah. and he's just thinking you're mad. But yeah. that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about money and that. Do you think there's any other player in the world? The one, and I'm going to ask this and then just make a point myself. Do you think there's any other player in the world that could do the job for Liverpool that Firmino does? Now, the one name I always see being linked as like the closest to what Firmino does is Karim Benzema. And no, I get it because... No. no, I don't think he could do the same job, but I, I kind of get it in a way because he is just as underappreciated as Firmino when you consider he's like Madrid's third all-time top scorer. But I asked the question, do you think anybody could no. do that job like Bobby? No. Just No. And it's not even like being biased and that Benzema's a great player. I just don't think he is. He is he's got the eye for goal. He 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 still Benzema wants to be the goal Still scorer. a striker first. Yeah. Firmino is just the football team before himself at all times. He, does he there was even what game was it? Uh I don't know what I think it was the Chelsea game. The ball come across the box. The ball comes across the box and he moves out the way and Manny's further behind him, further away from goal. So it would have been made more sense, but Manny's caught it, so he's left it and you're just thinking he's mad. But it works it obviously it goes in. I just I think he's so underappreciated, even by some of our fans. I don't think they realise how hard it is doing what he does. No, I agree. Cause and you've got to have that. You've got to have mental strength to not be scoring all the time, and just accept it that you are you are making a difference. Yeah. No, it's like what Klopp said, isn't it? Like you know, Salah in training world class some of the time, Mane in training world class some of the time, for me, you know, world class in training all the time. Yeah, yes. And I think if we could see that daily, what Klopp sees, I think. I mean, we get it anyway. Liverpool fans do get it with him. I think if 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 clubs put videos out of their full training every every day, you'd see the you'd see what Bobby Firmino really brings. Yeah, and he'd be the most appreciated player in the world. But you look at some of the names that have picked them up. Thierry Henry has said he's the best striker in the world. Ian Wright. Ian Wright as well. Yeah. So we get it. As I say, it's about time the rest of the world, the rest of the footballing world seeing it. Um, but. Yeah, I just think it's a shame that... No, it's not. I don't think he obviously doesn't care. I don't think he's asked. But 
it'd be nice. It'd be nice for me watching just some some random player like you see all these biased commentators and stuff like that and pundits and stuff, and I just love to see them just rave about for me. You know, like match of the day, they'll rave about. Salah, they'll rave about money. They'd, they'd never do it about for me, no. To be fair, I sent a, I sent a video in to, in our group chat with the Evertonians who were slating him. And um, I think it was Gary Lineker and Ian Wright and Alan Shearer. And they were just... They were, Alan Shearer said he'd have him before anyone. Ian Wright was just saying he absolutely adores him because he's just so selfless and so good. They were analysing... I think I've seen one of Michael Owen analysing his movements. And there's, there's absolutely fuck all on nothing on whatsoever and Firmino just makes this pointless needless bizarre run that the defender follows him and it just makes a gap <laughs> makes for Manny space, and Manny yeah. just runs in and that's what he does he, he's the he's smartest player in our squad he is and he's, he's a joy to watch and I we love, love him, him. Yeah, I, I do. love him I love him <laughs> I would love him he's, he's, no, he's, he's probably after maybe Henderson he, at the minute he's probably my favourite player Um so yeah we love them as we say so we're, we're coming to the end here anyway um, yeah, it's gone we're just going to finish I know yeah we, we didn't plan for this but no that's fine uh, we're going to finish with something we'll probably do more regularly uh, so what we've both done is we both uh, come up with a question that the other one doesn't know what it is and we're just going to get a true in the moment response from the other so I'll let you ask yours first Jay mine is something I've seen on Twitter for the last week and it's burning me head out because I don't know the answer myself and I'm but I disagree with other people's as well so my simple question is what to you is a legend of Liverpool oh okay oh I'll use an example can a player like Michael Owen and Fernando Torres be a legend I don't think either of them, either of them two, are legends. I think if either one of them had to be classed as a legend, I'd say Owen before Torres. I think, and for the simple reason that Owen won stuff for us on his own. Owen was legitimately the best player in the world for us at the time. He was the best player in the world. He won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Torres was as well. Like. Yeah, he was, but, was, and he never got the the sort of. So you can't you can't bad mouth Torres. I know, mean? I know, I can't bad mouth Torres. But as I say, I think if I had to choose one of them two to be classed as a legend, I would choose Owen. What what my point was is that you're getting you're getting stuff thrown like people are calling Ronaldo a legend, and some people are saying, well, he is a legend, isn't he? See, and some people are saying, well, he's not, is he? It's a, it's a difficult question for. I think everyone, every single, every single player now who has won the Premier League and the European Cup at Liverpool will be able to work in some capacity at the club, doing talks, yeah. greeting fans, doing book signs, whatever, forever. Yeah. I think that's a legend. But to me, I don't think you can disregard the likes of Torres because of his transfer move. He didn't win anything. But he's the best player I've ever seen in my life. After I'm with Suarez. Yeah. Whereas Owen, he's a legend. <laughs> They're all legends, lad. <laughs> Everyone who's ever played for Liverpool is a legend. No, but you know, what I mean is, like, you get players getting called legends, and then it's just a polite thing, and it's a shame. Yeah. But there was a legitimate argument of 
it's, it's, it was Torres and Suarez and any of them legends. So I'm just asking the question. Like, I understand what you're saying. They didn't win cups at us. So they, See, no, they but it's hard, it's hard to, to, to... It's so difficult to, to try and separate the two because it, is Henderson a bigger legend than Gerrard because he's won the league? Exactly, it's hard. So it, it, it's completely but different it, with yeah. players. But no so disrespect Gerard, to anyone here. There's no disrespect to any footballers we mentioned. But... Say for instance you've got, say for instance you've got Liverpool legend Bruce Grobbler with Craig Johnson. Yeah. With a dinner for two, and like a, a gentleman's evening. Yeah. Go yeah. and listen to them talk. Or you've got Suarez and Torres. Which one are you going to? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's one of them. You're gonna go to. And that, but d- different but different ages I was might just say different say, Exactly. Yeah, because. Torres and Suarez were our heroes when we were younger whereas like my old fella might, would choose Grobola and Johnson because they might not have been his heroes but they were playing in the same team as his heroes so it's completely different and I think it's a completely subjective thing I think if the club that decides to, to class someone as a legend that's fair enough but in my head I think there's so many players that are classed as legends for different reasons. So, Gerard. If you've ever won a cup, you're a legend. Yeah, Gerard's a legend because of, well, he's just Gerard. Carragher's a legend because of everything he's done. Torres is a legend in my eyes because of how good he was. So, for me, yeah. Juan Aldum's a legend. He's, he's won. He's, no, but he is. Arigi is God. Arigi <laughs> deserves a statue. No, but that's what I'm saying. Different, there's different reasons. Yeah, there Not every player has to be a legend for the same reason. No, I agree. So, is there a even, player that's a legend that you don't think should be a legend? Um, not really, because I think some players don't get me wrong. They do like, as like you say, a bit of a politeness thing. Liverpool might do an interview with Stan Collymore and call him a Liverpool legend because it's like. You know what yeah, I mean? That, you might that's do exactly that. what I'm saying. Um, that so like, no disrespect, Stan, but you're not a legend. Yeah, you exactly. Know? But if you say Liverpool legend Robbie Fowler is doing an interview, then yeah, that he's a bona fide legend. He's he, like you know. So again, it's a, it's subjective. I think it, that's what I mean. I think it is just a word that it's, it's thrown, thrown about too much. It's thrown around, but there is an argument for some because you're probably right. You could probably say. Suarez and Torres aren't legends, but to some of us they are. Yeah. To some of us they won't be. That's it. You'll have you'll have fellas who were brought up in the seventies and eighties, and they've seen Dag Leash and Keegan and Callahan, Keegan, yeah. St John. Do you know what I mean? And they'll have seen leg real legends. Yeah. But we've seen players for three or four years and think they're the best things in sliced bread. That's what I mean. But we weren't lucky enough to get. 15 years of service of people and that yeah. only Gerard Carragher that was a great oh. question to be fair no, I still one. haven't answered that I still don't <laughs> know the answer so this is another thing for the listeners what is your opinion of a legend let yeah. us know and just what players what makes a legend have you got to have won something or could you have just been absolutely phenomenal in your time at the club yeah let us know your thoughts on that and then my, so my mystery question isn't quite as a it's not going to cause a bigger debate as that. It is more just a, a genuine, just opinion. Um, so, who is the best player for an opposition team you've ever seen live? Live as in at the game? At the game, yeah. 
Um, is there anybody you just watch them talk? Fucking hell, what? Like, no, go away. I just want to point out that some of the players I've seen live, Cristiano Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Messi, um, Nedved, Ronaldinho, mm. um, the, the best player that I've ever seen live is probably Thierry Henry or Didier Drogba. Fair enough. For all them players to pull Henri, I get to pull Drogba out of there. Fair, fair play. Now, Drogba was one of them. I kind of hated him um, when he was playing, but I hated him. I appreciate him now because yeah. he was a big game player, but he was, he was, he was phenomenal. I've seen so many superstars, like, so many times. Like, I've seen, I've seen Messi two or three times. You, you come, you're playing against players like that. And you do get you do get a bit scared, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Thierry Henry seeing him over and over again for years. And Drogba as well. And I just think different. When you see it more consistently, it's just Thierry Henry was a fucking nightmare, mate. Yeah, I never got to see him live. I, I always remember one game with where where he absolutely roasted I think he ran Carricker over. That's the way I could describe it. The, they were in the, they were in for a 50-50. Carragher was about 20 yards closer. Yeah. And Thierry Henry beat him to the ball, but hit him at the same time. And um, killed him. Nailed him, lad. Yeah. Now, um, for me, bit simpler, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah? Like. As an individual performance? Yeah. Like, and to be fair, like, I'm almost cheating a bit because it was well no I am cheating completely but he's just the best non-Liverpool player I've ever seen live in my life um, and it was an England under 21 game You, I think you said you were at it yeah yeah yeah. I know it is it is it's a massive shithole but he's just the best non, non-Liverpool player I've ever seen live he ran that game and he, I'm, it was the England under 21s wasn't it and I'm sure he was like 17 at the time like so he was well below under 21 age like and he was just unbelievable. Really was. Um so yeah, that that that's mine. So I like yours. Yeah. You've and you've um, you've been to a lot more games than me, so you had a bit more choice. Um yeah, I'm proud of I'm I think, proud of what I've seen, but as I say, I think individual performance when Messi comes to Anfield, didn't get a sniff. Yeah. Um twice I've seen him at Anfield, didn't get a sniff. Seen seen some I've seen Rivaldo Rivaldo scored at Anfield for Olympiacos. Yeah, Ronaldinho. Um, when we played against him, I think I've seen some great plays, but I've always Drogba. And I remember Drogba as well. Having like he was everywhere, lads, and he gave Carragher an absolute nightmare. Yeah, Carragher couldn't do anything, and but, but Carragher, Carragher just just kept getting there last last minute. Yeah, and in the end, Drogba grabbed him and was dragging him and was like telling him to stop it. Yeah, and, um, I think the other one I'd throw in the mix for me is uh, is Totti, and this was um, uh, 2002. I remember it, uh, second Champions League group stage when that was still a thing. Uh, it was Julian's first game back, that was uh, it. and I we did. had to win two 0 And I, I remember it so clear. Littman and Heskey got the goals, but Totti even back then stood out, even though they lost. He was a great player, and he, he's to be fair, he's one of my favourite sort of non I, I lived on the boot estate and not a screen. In Brantwick then, yeah, and I remember because we were listening, we were listening to it on the radio, me and my half fella, and 
you're never walking home it's dead loud and we went in the street and you could hear yeah. it from ours lad and it was just fucking boss yeah no uh, yeah good, good answers for both questions there good questions good chat uh, again good chat again yeah it's easier when you're Premier League champions and you're having it a is. kid in the fucking world that's it you just, you just get on with it and, and have a chat and not be Everton the only care um, I've got is if this dog ruined the podcast <laughs> for his feet <laughs> nah listeners listeners love buddy Um now yeah we'll, we'll wrap it up there but um, if you've enjoyed the podcast uh, you know listen to us on a, on a, on Apple Podcasts give us a like give us a subscription uh, give us a review the reviews mean a lot to us on there we uh, you know we need them to, to get us high into the um, you know we want to we want to appear as high as possible on the listings so if you can drop us a review if drop us uh, subscribe to us keep a lookout for us and um, like we say if you've ever got any any suggestions anything you want to ask us anything you want us to discuss on here um, let us know if, if anybody's out there who wants you know wants to get in touch little shout out or anything like that anything we can do to try and help you I've got two go on then yeah no I've got one obviously I've got my own business Scouse Power 19 get us on Twitter at Scouse Power 19 get us on our website scousepower19.com just um, Liverpool related t-shirts got a few got a few decent um, well known people getting some in the next few weeks and we've also um, we've we've done very well we've got shirt sales all over the world now so you'll probably see our stuff but if you can support us and just give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram have a look at us on Facebook or have a look at the website it'd be much appreciated also I've got one for laser custom products you'll find them on Twitter as products laser um, they make custom like dinner dinner sets mats plate mats what are they called coasters and coasters, stuff yeah. but they're absolutely brilliant they've got one with the six European Cups on with the dates and they've got them with um, every trophy they've got the champions wall and that but they're spot on so just give them a little look as well Reds much appreciated just two small businesses that need a bit of help so thanks nice support the LFC community and we'll see you again very soon thanks for we listening will. Sports Social Podcast Network